everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. Call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor. And this is episode 291 of the show. This is all about the mindset of recruiting and what it actually takes to build a business, build a network marketing business, because it really does start in your mind. It's not about the skills that you have because all of you probably have the skills to do it, but you need to make that decision in your mind to go ahead and build your business and recruit. If you end up getting value out of this podcast, which I hope you do, I would ask that all you do is subscribe because it's free. Leave a review because it's free and it makes me happy. And screenshot this and put it in your story. Tag me and tag a friend so I can repost some of these. Every single day, I read a review. And today's review of the show is Johnnell814. Her energy is contagious. Five stars. Jessie Lee is my spirit animal. I listen to her podcast daily and soak in every piece of information that I can. She have a give. She has a giver's heart and wants the world to succeed in their entrepreneurial mission. And I plan on taking her tips and running with them to make my dreams come true. Fire, fire, fire. I am on fire with motivation. I love it so much. I hope you guys enjoy episode 291 of the show. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hold on a second. I'm muted. Hello. Oh, oh, you muted me. I'm muted. Okay. Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss Lee. Look what I have. Oh, y'all didn't know. I know. Oh, 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 oh. I'm super pumped to be on here. Um, if you don't know, I, I don't know. I have a soft spot for Europe. So um, I'm pumped to be on here. I love, love, love the UK. Are there any, or is anyone from Scotland on here? I don't know if you're, are you all Great Britain? Where are you from? I don't know. No. Yes. Hey, hey, Maria says, Hey, all right. So I'll tell you, um, obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with Great Britain, obsessed with Scotland, obsessed. So I told Kelsey, I said, you just let him know. I'm basically British, okay? I got the DNA test to prove it. So John's shaking his head like, no, she's not. No, she's not. She's too loud to be British. Okay, look, I just tried to shake up the UK, okay? Oh, I love it. So I'm excited to be on here with all of you. Um, it's, it's a pleasure. So I'm going to talk today about recruiting in general and then the mindset of oh we've got the Irish here too um the mindset it takes to be a recruiter and this is something that I am very passionate about talking about because for me I never wanted to be a recruiter at least that's what I said okay that's what I would tell people I would tell people oh no 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 I don't I don't want to be a recruiter I've got no interest in being a recruiter and that was because I looked at it like it was a second job Anyone relate to that? Like you kind of dabble in recruiting maybe, but you have this weird fear that if you end up having a large business, it's going to turn into some kind of secondary job. Can anybody relate to that at all? Yeah. Okay. So that was me almost a decade ago. I had a full-time job. I was working in a pathology lab. I was a research assistant. So as, as, as highly excited as I am, which I know is strange, for the, for, for, for the UK. Okay. Uh, I have that super nerdy side. I have that slow down, give me the details side about me. And that, that really was carrying me through until I realized, which I think a lot of you maybe have realized, which is that our full-time jobs don't always fulfill us, right? Our full-time jobs sometimes don't give us the life that we're looking for. Our full-time jobs do leave us sometimes as jobs, which if you look at the acronym J-O-B, you've probably heard this before, just overbroke. So I found myself in a position where I needed to join something. And then I quite frankly recruited myself into my first company, which was direct sales. 
I didn't know about network marketing. I just knew that at-home businesses were like some kind of thing uh, that some people that I, I really thought at, the, at that point in time, some people just get really lucky, you know, would make a little bit of money in. And I started making a little bit of money, a little bit of money, a little bit of money, a couple hundred dollars a month and a couple thousand dollars a month. And then it did turn into something much bigger. But only when I started recruiting, and I got to tell you, some of you need to just get in the mindset of recruiting because recruiting changes people's lives. Let's, let's, let's prove it for all of you. How many of you on here have had your life changed by your business? Maybe you're a happier person. Maybe you're a more educated person. Maybe you're a uh, more abundant person. Maybe your finances aren't as terrible as they once were. Maybe you're happier. Maybe you're healthier. You know, whatever it is. Okay. So somebody said to me 10 years ago, she said, well, Jesse Lee, how has this business changed your life? And I started listing some of those things. And she said, okay, do you not know anybody who also needs that? Oh, oh, see, that got me. Because I started thinking of all the people I knew that were also struggling in their life who needed me to not look at it as, oh, it's a secondary job if I start recruiting. I'm actually helping people. And so for some of you, you're not recruiting because you think, oh, I don't know if I'm a good enough leader. You think, oh, I don't know if I can trust myself yet. You think all kinds of crazy self-deprecating things, but quite frankly, I'm going to guess the systems are in place. I'm going to guess there's a team in place because I'm staring at you, right? I'm going to guess there's some kind of structure in place to help you in your business. So when you're bringing new people in, it doesn't have to be all about you. Am I right in that? Am I right? There's, you got, uh uh-huh. Okay, thank you. Tracy's like, yep. Janet's like, yep. Michelle's like, yep. Okay. So if those are in place and it doesn't have to be all you, it doesn't have to be all you. And so I made that shift right then and there in that moment 10 years ago when basically uh, my heartstrings got pulled on a little bit to take this seriously and actually build an organization. And it has been one of the greatest joys of my life. I Tell my story a lot, but I'm going to guess there's a lot of people on here who have never met me before. And so, hey, my name's Jesse Lee Ward. Um, I live here in America. I live in Texas. And I actually started this uh, direct sales entrepreneurship journey because I needed $300 a month to pay rent. I was literally going more broke every two weeks when my paycheck came in just because I needed to pay for food or I needed to pay for rent or I needed to pay for my car note or I needed to pay for insurance. And it has turned into something crazy. So as you look at me now, I am number one earner in my company. I'm one of the number one earners in all of network marketing. I make multiple millions of dollars a year and I sit right here at my counter more often than not and this is where I work from. (laughs) Well, during COVID, this is where I work from. I do spend many months in Europe usually for our team. So like I said, I do have a soft spot for, uh, for the Europeans. But at any rate, I don't say that to impress you. I say that because it took a shift. It took a shift in my mind to decide that I wanted to have more. I wanted to give more. I wanted to provide more to more people because that's what recruiting allows you to do. And for some of you, it's a weird money block. You have some kind of weird money thing going on in your head where you're like, oh my gosh, I don't need millions of dollars. I don't need hundreds of thousands of dollars or pounds. I don't need euro. I don't need all this stuff, right? And you have this self-deprecating conversation in your mind, not understanding that money really is power. And what money does allow you to do is it allows you to give back at a bigger level. So the amount of contribution you can give to the world, even if you're like, I don't know about this recruiting thing, when you do recruit and when you do lead and when you do coach and when you do train, it allows you to contribute more to the world. And that's really all I needed to know for my mindset to decide, okay, I'm going to do something. Now, 
Recruiting's quite simple, really. It's just that some, where's my good salespeople? Hold on a minute. Who's the people who can sell, but you don't feel like you're a good recruiter? Is that any of you? Can, can anybody relate to that? Like, you're like, I'm very confident in sales, to my level anyway, like, confident in my sales, but recruiting is kind of, huh? All right, thank you for your honesty, those of you who raised your hand, by the way. I'm going to say something that might just kind of shift something in your head really quickly. The fact of the matter is, recruiting is still sales. You're just selling the opportunity. So if you are good at selling, then you can actually be good at recruiting. And if you're good at recruiting, you should also be good at sales because it's the same thing. I think we get this um, mind warp in our heads around it. You know what I mean? Where we're like, ooh, that's a whole new skill set. No, it's not. It's the exact same skill set. It's all sales. Everything is sales. You're just selling the vision. You're just selling the opportunity. You're just selling better for somebody. Do you believe in your company? Yes. Okay. Do you believe in your team? Yes. Okay. Do you believe in yourself? That's the hard one, right? Some of you are like, oh no. Okay. Do you start borrowing belief from people then? Start borrowing the belief from your sponsor. Borrow belief from Kelsey. Borrow belief from whomever, right? Because the belief is what allows you to do big things. So something I talk about a lot when it comes to recruiting is what is your vision? What is your, what is your actual vision of where you want this to go? Because you can't go there without a team. No one's really, I mean, I was about to lie to you. I was going to say nobody's impressed by my personal sales and recruiting. That's a lie. But (laughs) it's way more impressive when you look at what our whole team is doing. It's way more impressive when you look at the collective unit. It's way more impressive. It's way more impressive. And so this whole recruiting conversation, this whole sales conversation, what is the vision of where you want to grow? What is the vision of the countries you want to be in? What is the vision of where you want to travel with your family? What is the vision of what you want to build in your life? Where do you want to go with this thing? Because do you understand that you can build it as big as you believe? Some of you need to write that down. You can build this as big as you believe it can be built. I don't believe there's a ceiling on network marketing. I don't believe there's a ceiling in your company. I know for a fact, the more you sell, the more you recruit, the more you lead, the more you coach, the more you train, the more you mentor, the more you're paid. I'm pretty sure Revital U is going to pay your commissions. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. So then why do we set a cap on things? Why do we limit ourselves? Like Teresa said, why do we limit ourselves to some little box that keeps people comfortable? You've got to get uncomfortable. Some of you, some of you have got to get more uncomfortable. So here's a fact. Okay. Does your work meet the want? Do you want to know what that's from? Y'all know who Jay Shetty is? Come on, come on. He's from the UK. I had to give you a little bit of your people, okay? He says that in his book, Think Like a Monk. He says, does your work meet your want? And I want you to wrap your mind right around, right now around what it is that you are doing in your business. How big do you want this to be? How many lives do you want to change? Right? And then I want you to ask yourself, does your work meet your want? So if you know it's going to take 
a lot of practice and a lot of scripting and a lot of getting uncomfortable and a lot of meetings and a lot of personal development and a lot of growth and a lot of three-way chats and a lot of ad tag message and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of mailing out samples, okay? If you know it's going to take a lot of those things, are you doing the work that matches your want? And if the answer in that is no, then you've got to ask yourself the question, do you really want that? Do you really want that? You're looking at me and you're all saying yes. You're all telling me yes. So if your mindset is actually there, is the work happening that you need to grow the business you want? And then he goes into it and he says, well, then who do you have to become? Now, he's not talking about recruiting, okay? He's not talking about recruiting at all and think like a monk. But who do you have to become? And I talk about this so often, so often. But people follow you. Some of you don't feel like you're leaders yet. Let me explain something to you. The number one person you need to lead is you. The number one person you need to lead is staring you back in the mirror every single time you look in it. You led yourselves this call, which indicates to me you are a leader. Does that make sense? Right? Because I know there were more people invited to this call. I know it's a Friday night. Okay? But guess what? Pubs are closed anyway. Like, come on. Get on Zoom. You know what I mean? Like, you could be doing whatever you want with your friends, with your family, with your loved ones, with your partners, with whatever. But it's a choice to be here. Which indicates to me that these are the people who want to be led. These are the people who are hungry. These are the people who want to make changes in their life. You're showing up as the version of yourself you need to be to get better. But who do you really have to become to become a top recruiter? Well, I got to tell you, one of the things you got to become is more vulnerable. You do. And I know that's so strange in your culture. Like this idea of opening up is not, it is not, it is not very European. I know it's not, but that's also why I recruit so many Europeans. Do you understand? Y'all feel me on that? I mean, like, think about that for a second. It's because I stand out. It's because people are looking for real. It's because people are looking for connection. It's because people are looking for vulnerabilities. It's because people are sick of the, I'm like little Mrs. Tough guy. Nothing is wrong with me. My life is perfect. Nobody relates to that. People relate to the struggles. People relate to the vulnerabilities. People relate to the ugly stuff. People relate to the traumas. Some of you are on here right now and you're like, I will never share my traumas. My story's not good. I have to tell you the most powerful, the most powerful stories are the ones that are not good. People relate when Janet tells her truth or when Jessica tells her truth or when Michelle tells her truth or Edwina tells her truth or Helen or Christina or Peter or Emma or Kelsey or Tracy or Elise or Gemma. That's how people know you like you trust you. You've heard that before. It stands out. It's not just how loud I am. It's not just how fast I talk. It's not my American accent that is wooing people across Europe. It's that people see me and they're like, oh my God, finally somebody who's real. Finally, somebody who says it's hard at the beginning. Finally, somebody who says my life sucked when I started. Finally, somebody who says, oh my God, I was told no 16 times in a row before anybody told me the word maybe. 16 no's in 20 minutes. Ugh, I could have barfed. You know what I mean? That's relatable though. This idea of like get rich quick, it's why you're having a hard time recruiting because people want to show the highlight reels. Um, let me explain something to you. In 2020, the one thing people are unsubscribing from are the highlight reels. Tell your story. Tell your truth. Tell the pain. Tell where you've come from and show where you're going. It's that vision casting of recruiting. 
That vision casting of recruiting goes into what I just said five minutes ago, which is who do you have to become? Well, who are you, John, when you're walking across stage a year from now as a million dollar earner? Right? Every level of who you want to become requires a different version of yourself. It requires a different level of accountability. It requires a different level of vulnerability. It requires a different level of showing up. It requires a different level of consistency. It requires a different level of development. It requires a different level of teaching. Some of you are like, I can't teach like she does. Where is this coming from? These are all gold. This is gold coming from her. Okay, this is 10 years of consistency. 10 years of showing up when I didn't feel like it. 10 years of conversations I didn't always want to have. 10 years of being like, man, seriously, three o'clock on a Friday afternoon when I've got 900 other things to do. Okay, all right, I'll make it work. Yes, I want to do it, right? And then showing up as that better version of me. By the way, I know it's like weird. There's like stuff happening in my background. I got my girl cleaning. I got my dog having therapy. Woo, outsourcing. Don't you just love it? Yes. But every version of your life and of your business requires a different version of you. So I want you to live in the future for a minute here. And not like necessarily right now. Maybe you reflect and meditate and journal on this a little bit after the call. But I mentioned John walking across the stage as a million dollar earner. But why not Amy? And I don't know what her partner's name is, but he's sitting next to her. I think it's a partner. I don't know. It could be your brother. could be your cousin. could be an uncle. I don't know. Maybe it's her son. I don't know. It'd be weird. All right. But anyway, I can't tell. They've got weird lighting. It's like orange over there. I don't know what's happening. Okay? But like, I want you to think about that. What do you look like? And I don't mean physically. But how do you show up? How are you speaking to people? Because you can't speak to people the same at a million dollars a year as you can at $100,000 a year. You can't speak to people the same at $100,000 a year than you do at $10,000 a year. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It requires a different version of you. It requires a different mindset. It requires a different level of contribution. Right? And that's really all that recruiting is. I don't think I talk about that enough. Recruiting is contribution. How are you contributing to people's lives? How are you giving to people's lives? How many of you want to recruit more people? Anybody? Okay. Give more value. Give more value. I was listening to a a video just an hour ago or something. It was a Gary Vee video. He's talking about how he calls it the Taylor Swift effect. And he talks about how he does all these things that mathematically in return on investment don't make sense to people. People advise him against it. Yet he does it. As an example... He comments back on people's Instagram posts and tweets. I don't know if any of you even follow me on social media, but if you have and you've ever left me a comment, have you noticed I respond to everybody? Have you ever responded to one of my Instagram? Have you ever responded to an Instagram story of mine? Have you ever responded to a TikTok of mine? Have you ever commented on an Instagram post? Have you ever been on a live of mine? Have you noticed? Frankie's like, yes, yes. Do you notice that I talk to you? Yeah. It's very low return on investment, but it feels good here and it's valuable in its own way, right? This right here, if you don't know, this costs zero dollars. If you, if you look at it, it costs me money, right? Because I know what I'm worth per hour when I work my business. Yeah, I'm not working my business right now. I'm working your business right now. I know that the return on investment is very low for me, but I will tell you right now, the ROI is massive in its own different way. How do you add value? How do you give? How do you contribute? 
And value doesn't have to be. Some of you are thinking right now, I know there's people that are self-deprecating on here, okay? Some of you are like, I can't do what she's doing. Right. But there are other ways to add value in people's lives. Some of you, I don't know, some of you are probably religious. You could post daily scripture. Some of you maybe really love gratitude. Post daily gratitude. Some of you maybe really love jokes. Anyone like inappropriate jokes? I know you do. You're British, mostly. <laughs> okay, all right. Y'all are perverts. I've been there. Okay, done that. Got my own UK team. Thanks so much. Bunch of pervs over there. All right, it's fine. You're just more advanced than Americans, I think. But anyhow, <laughs> look, people like comedy. It's valuable. People like looking at photos of sunsets. It's value. People like connection and communication and, and appreciation. So if you want to build a big team, switch your mindset into how can I give? How can I contribute? How can I build relationships with people? You know, there's a reason I show up on calls like this. I don't get fancy. Can you tell? <laughs> Only thing fancy in the frame is my Christmas tree, okay? Like, I don't get fancy on calls. I don't show up and, you know, do makeup and whatever else. No, I want to relate. I want to show you this can be done in the cracks of your day. I want to show you this can be done, like Tracy in her awesome sweatshirt. I love it. Like, hoodie sisters over here. Well, you call them jumpers, I think. Like, I love it. I love it. It's real. And so much of recruiting so much is connection. So much is relationship building. So much is value adding. So I'm going to give you an assignment. I want you to go post. I want you to go post on your social media, even those of you who hate social media. I want you to no longer dabble in it. I want you to go all in. I want you to make a post every single day on whatever social media you're on and do it messy. Do it ugly. Make it imperfect. Joke around. Show who you actually are. Because some of you are having a hard time recruiting because people don't know who you actually are. People don't know your actual heart. People don't know how much you care. And people do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. And if you start building those relationships by showing up, by being present, by saying, hey, I've made a decision that in 2020, I guess 2021 now, right? We're practically done this year. In 2021, I'm going to change this many people's lives. In it, screw it. In December 2020, I'm going to change this many people's lives. Who's coming with me? And then showing up and showing them how simple this business is, you will win. And for some of you, maybe your brand baby new, or maybe some of you are in a plateau, or maybe some of you are, are you know, one foot out and the other on a banana peel, and you're like, it's not easy, Jesse Lee. You don't understand what it's like to be me. Okay, let me explain something to you. This is the easiest business on planet Earth. It's just also one of the most uncomfortable because if you want to win, which let me ask one more time, who here wants to win? Let me know in the chat who wants to win. Okay. If you want to win, it is about doing the things that make you uncomfortable. If the idea of recruiting makes you uncomfortable, go have more recruiting conversations. If the idea of posting on social media and going live makes you uncomfortable, here's your sign. Go do it. If the idea of making a TikTok profile makes you want to barf on this Zoom, go do it. If the idea of taking a selfie and posting it makes you have hives, go do it. If the idea of reaching out and connecting with more people and getting to know them and their families and their friends and their hobbies and whatever makes you ill, go do it. But this is not difficult. This is not complicated. 
building a business and deciding and determining that you're going to become a top recruiter, it starts here. And if you decide to control your mind, you get to control your entire life. As soon as you start controlling your mind, even when you feel the anxiety, even when you feel the insecurities, even when you are so sure you're not good enough, you will connect. Some of you have to understand that when people listen to me speak, you might be sitting here on this call right now and thinking, oh my gosh, why would anybody join me when they could join her? I scare people. Not because I'm loud, okay? I mean, that probably scares people too. I scare people because they go, she's so good. How will I ever be like that? I intentionally trip over my words to be more relatable. There's a little pro trip. That actually wasn't fake. (laughs) That's a little pro tip, okay? Be relatable. Some of you are like, I talk so quiet, I don't know if people would like me. You're going to attract the quiet people. Some of you are going to say, I'm so shy, I can't attract anybody. You're going to attract the shy people. Some of you are going to say, I'm even louder than her. She's quiet. You're going to attract the loud little psychopaths. And there's a room for everybody in network marketing, okay? But you need to go out there and you need to be the best version of yourself. Understand that wrapping your mind around living your most vulnerable truth will attract the most perfect team for you, will allow you to fly. Quite frankly, the best way to say it is actually from Stormy Wellington. She said, I'm not talking to you. Some of you I'm absolutely speaking very directly to right now. You're like, oh my God, Jessie Lee is my person. How do I subscribe to her entire life? And then some of you are like, I don't know. I'm going to join the Zoom when it's already four minutes over. It just happened. I just let somebody in from the waiting room, right? (laughs) Okay. You're going to relate to your people by being that perfect version of you. And understand God doesn't create junk. Understand you stepping into your most powerful version of you is exactly what you need to do to, to set your own world on fire. You will recruit more people and you will also recruit a team that you love. You will recruit a team of people that are actually aligned with you. And if you keep showing up as some kind of version of yourself that is not actually you, you're going to keep having animosity towards your business because you're going to be frustrated that you're attracting a bunch of people that are not actually like you. Some of you have been around for a while and you're sitting there like, oh my God, I feel attacked, right? But facts are not attacks. So show up as you so you can have a team that's like you, that's aligned with you, that's on the same mission as you, that is the 100% best team you can ever imagine leading.